Hi, everybody. My name is Maddie. I'm Jill. And this is The The 20-ish Podcast. Podcast. Welcome back. Hello, hello. How are you guys doing? I'm I was great. about to say, I'm doing well. I'm <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. This is our last episode um, before our little holiday break. We'll be returning in mid-January uh, with more wonderful content. But yeah, this will be the last one to kind of wrap up the year, wrap up the season. And we're talking about a topic near and dear to our hearts today. Woo! Uh, psychoanalyzing children's holiday films. I cannot wait. We did this last year with How the Grinch Stole Christmas. My favorite episode of ours, for it's sure. It's such a good movie, too. We had Doing that episode was amazing. It was so fun. If you haven't listened, take yourself back. Listen to our deep analysis of how the Grinch is actually the hero of that story and how he is a poor ostracized creature <laughs> who was separated from I, his own kind. I could get into it again and right now. Traumatized from oh, birth. Yeah. He, he runs the town. He's his a parents hero. Do not follow him. Yes, I know. And then he runs the entire town's like sewage and his trash system. Parents, aka some sh- like swingers. Okay, I just can't. <laughs> I can't get into it. I again. can't get into it. Go listen to the episode, you guys. It's so good. But basically, the Grinch is a hero. Um, so today we're talking about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. This was Jill's first time. The OG. Yeah. The OG Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer with very poor quality animation. It looks like, what was, what did we call it? It was a, um. Stop motion. Yes. Thank you. Stop motion film. But yeah, it's from the sixties. It's old. And we're going to get into it. But before that. We have to talk about our favorites. Yeah. At the moment. What are you loving during this festive time? I, thank you, Mads. I am currently loving kickboxing. Healthy. Slash uh, going to the gym. I probably, I think I mentioned this, but I've swapped my schedule to going at five in the morning. Oh, yeah, that's right. Which is really bizarre. And everyone on the other side of this, uh, what whatever you will call it, the other side of the phone, computer. Oh, the audience. Li- the audience. Hey guys, I was like, the other side of what? That is how my week has been going. It feels like a Monday. Um, yeah. So I go at five in the morning now. Kind of. How fun. do you do that? I just go to sleep at eight p.m. <laughs> Are you? Do you get up at four? Like, what's? Walk me through the routine. What right, are the so specifics? So my my alarm goes off at three forty five. Holy shit! I hit the snooze. Okay. Wake up at four ish. If it's four, I'm like a little bit nervous that I'm gonna be late, but it's fine. Right. Wake up at four. Get my gym bag together. Throw some clothes in there to wear to work with a towel. Mm. I've now since left my shower stuff at the gym. I just leave it there. Ooh. Because it's smaller and no one steals it. So then I go to class, get there by 5. So I do the class. Ends at 5.45. Shower up. And now I've been getting to work by 7. But (laughs) I don't like to drive in traffic. And if I go from the gym to work at a later time, it'll be very trafficy. Right. So like, so I this might as well just get there early. Yeah. The traffic, you're getting your workout in. Right. If I were gonna go to the gym after work, wow, this is like so boring. <laughs> <laughs> if I was to go to the gym after work, it'd be like fucking 45 minutes. So fuck that. Like I'm just gonna go early. Right. It'll be a Do you find drive. that you are generally healthier and happier throughout the day? Yes. Uh, I do hit a wall at like 2.30. Mm. But I make sure to like snack or like always have something. Yeah. Like healthy snacks, you know, but something like to do. So I like don't fall asleep. We're working on it. It's a very new transition. Wow. Uh, Super exciting, guys. I know. I think it's exciting. Try out some kickboxing. It's really fun and it really gets your stress out to just You really like those high cardio (laughs) aggression. Oh my God. I love the cardio. Not aggression classes. It's it's like getting your aggression out though. Yeah. Because you've done like boxing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
It's fine. Yeah, I don't feel like I have the coordination. Oh, you totally could do it, Matt. For that. There are some people there that, you know, <laughs> don't have the coordination. You're fine. You can okay. totally do it. You should do a free week with me. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'm, I can't get up that early. I'd stay up I'd way go, too late. I'd go to a late class with you. Yeah, here's the thing. I like try to force myself to go to sleep at 8 p.m. Everybody listening, just try to picture yourself doing that. It's fucking hard. I physically cannot imagine. I do think that that would be the best schedule for me. Like if I really wanted to turn my life around. Oh, and like right. Be. I'm like, like forcing the myself. The best though. version of myself. Yeah. Or just a better version of myself. Quite honestly, we're like at ground zero oh, right now. Oh, whatever. Um, but I really, it just seems like the biggest transition to me. Only because I go to bed it's so huge. late already. Yeah, like getting into the swing of it would probably be tough. Yeah. But but those are, when I do go into work super early, like 6, 6.30, those are my best days. However, I do hit the wall at like 2.30. And yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm done for like ever. Yeah, or if, well, like when it's 4, then I'm like, okay, I need to go home now. Like I've right. worked long enough, but sometimes I've been staying later because work's busy. And I'm like, okay, this is a lot. Yeah, like I'm dead. A but, lot you know, to take in. It happens. No, are you excited to be off for the holidays? I cannot wait. I'm very excited. Yeah, what are you guys doing for Hanukkah? What are what are the plans? Are you seeing any movies yeah. at the movie theater? So um, I'm not. I will be at my grandma's house celebrating Christmas. You have to go see Uncut Gems. I know. I can't fucking It's wait. a very Jewish movie. I know. I love Adam Sandler. So I feel like in a past life, he was my dad. Like, that's weird to I say. I see that. No, I really think he was. I like, think if he have, fathered a child, it would be someone like he you. He did. He has fathered kids. Like he, oh, he has? He is has he kids. married? He's married. His wife's in, like, every movie he's ever made. What? Yeah. I've done a lot of research on Adam Sandler. Huge fan. I didn't know that. I would, if I could eat dinner with anyone, it might be Adam Sandler. That's a choice. He's amazing. Oh, God. He he's has 53. I know. He's like literally the same age as my parents. So I'm like, I think there's something. No, oh, just kidding. Her. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's fantastic. He he has definitely had some stinker movies, I will say. But um, yeah, did you see that tweet that was like, if, oh my God, I'm going to butcher it. But if it's like the the cover photo, like the promo Photo is like, it's like, if Adam's looking to the side, you're in for a ride. If Adam's looking straight, it's a movie you're going to hate. <laughs> oh, God. And it compares like is five movies. And it's like all the ones where he's looking aside, like 51st Dates. What about Click? What about Click? Um, oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know if Click was one of them. Click made me sob. Oh, my God. Um, Uncut Gems, some others are all of him looking to the side. And then like the cobbler wait. and like some oh, real like fucking uh, bedtime stories. <laughs> Zohan is so good. No, Whatever. it's not. It's so bad that it's so good. Those are all him looking straight on. Oh my God, and I, I was love like, Zohan. this is incredible theory. Like, that's I love so that. funny. I wonder if he's seen that. Anyway, anyway, um, so I'll be at my grandma celebrating Christmas. I do want to go out of my way to see Uncut Gems, so I probably will do that. And I'll be in Mexico. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, I'll give you guys oh, an update when I get tropical. back. Well, it's Mexico City, but... Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> well, cultural. Maybe there's, like, a palm tree. No, <laughs> I made that up. There's not, but... There's not. That'll yeah. be so fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited, excited bud. You. Good for you. Yeah, I'm sure you'll be at the movies, because you're a huge yes, movie I am. gal. Uh, we got a lot going on in the next uh, couple weeks for me, movie-wise. Love it. For those who don't know, uh, my only hobby... <laughs> really, is uh, seeing movies in the movie theater in preparation for awards season, even though I disagree with 90% of the awards <laughs> given. So You got to um, figure out how to get on the Academy. It's a fun time. I would have to do something of merit in Don't uh, say Academy. you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Maybe one day. But um, yeah, there's a lot coming out during the holiday times. Right. My coworkers actually requested I send a list of... Uh, some movies coming out, my initial thoughts. I love that. Um, do you guys have a newsletter at your work? We do, but it's not something that, you know, Maddie's movies. You should, oh my God, to. you should totally hop on that because at my work, they do that stuff. They're like, biggest show on Netflix right now or check out this restaurant. And like, people just volunteer to like write Wait, shit. Wait, that's adorable. It's Maybe so fun. And they're funny. Team. Like, it's like kind of a joke, but also serious. 
I like that. You should you should start or at least a marketing newsletter or whatever. Anyway, um, but yeah, there's a lot uh there's a lot coming out. I personally I'm driving home on Christmas Day since my um family's coming on the 26th. So I'm driving down Christmas Day. I get to see my friend Bridget, who just moved to San Diego. Oh, she'll be in town. She is in town until the 26th. So we're just going to barely cross over. So I'm going to get to see her, which makes me very happy. And then I'm going to go straight to see Little Women on Christmas Day. Of course you are. It is my most anticipated movie of the year. I'm very excited. Laura Dern, Meryl Streep, Sir Sharonin, Emma Watson, Timothy Chalamet, Florence Pugh, like... Look them up, guys. Look them up. I cannot wait. It's going to be great. Yep, so... um, Also, maybe watch the other four versions of that movie. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of versions. Um, The Winona Ryder, Christian Bale, like, 90s one uh, is very good, but this is a reimagining of the story that is supposed to more align with the actual life that Louise May Alcott led and how Joe would have probably turned out had it not been male-dominated publishing industry uh, because she gets married and gives up writing at the end of the book. But um, Way to fucking spoil it, Gags. Come on now. The book came out in I'm the just- 1800s. <laughs> uh, so, ooh, <sighs> so sorry. A hundred and, I'm, I don't even know, 60 I'm, years later. I'm hurt, um, but now I know the ending. But just kidding. <laughs> you could watch the four other versions <laughs> of the movie, too, and get that. But that's right. how it ends. Um, but in reality, Louisa May Alcott, who is kind of synonymous with the Joe character, she actually never married and always continued to write. And so I believe, I don't know exactly how this version ends, but it sounds like it will be a, a reimagining of the ending. And I fucking love that. And I love Greta Gerwig, and I'm very excited. So I'm excited too. Uh, that's our Christmas movie update. Yeah. yeah. What are What are you What are you feeling, bud? This uh, Oh, this like week. my, my yeah. fave. What is your fave? Um, I'm really into the app Headspace. For those oh, who don't know, I've it. heard of that, but I forgot. Please explain. Yes. Okay. So Headspace, fabulous app. Um, if you are a student, you can get it for nine ninety nine. For the whole year. Oh, damn. Which is incredible. But it um, originally is a meditation app. So they have a bunch of guided meditations for um, confidence, sleep, positivity, anxiety, nice. depression, things like that. Um, and then they've expanded over the years into more motivational um, meditations or ones for kids. And then they also do like sleep casts, which are like you know, sounds or storytelling for going to sleep. Oh, I got to get on that. And the whole app is super user-friendly and just beautifully designed with these like little caricatures and um, really can teach you the basics of meditation, different techniques like feathering and all of that stuff. So um, I highly, highly recommend if you're someone who wants to get into meditation or maybe has trouble falling asleep, uh, I use it for sleeping a lot, but yeah, it's just been really good during, you know, we talked about like seasonal, um, right. affective disorder. Is it disorder? Depression? Seasonal. I feel like affective I, I call disorder? it like seasonal depression, but that's yeah. like the wrong It's seasonal affective term. disorder, right? Okay. Maybe. Fact check. Anyway, sad. <laughs> um, <laughs> moving on. Moving on, but very relatable. But yeah, so I find that very helpful and- yeah, they just have a great I love catalog. That. They yeah. also did a um, How I Built This episode. Oh. The two founders, Andy. Was it and recent? I can't remember the other guy. Um, yeah, relatively. Okay. I'll have to check it out. Guy Raz is an amazing host. Yeah. A pod- so. Another podcast we can plug is How I Built This. So good. All about entrepreneurs telling their foundational stories. Yeah, it makes me want to be like successful. <laughs> like, it makes me want to create something. Yeah. It's very inspiring. Yeah. It also talks about times that they were failing within that journey. Right. And when a lot of people would have quit, they persevered. So yeah. I think there's some great lessons in there. Right. But yeah, My, loving uh, headspace. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah, that's loving, awesome. Loving uh, fleece-lined tights. Oh, it's the time of year for those. <laughs> for these cold states. Hell yeah. I got mine on now. 
very cozy. You do. Look at you. I thought that was like a shirt with some leggings. Oh. But we're sitting. No. We're sitting on a couch. So oh, yeah. we're looking cash on the couch. That's why I couldn't tell. Apologies, buddy. Yeah, it's a dress and some tights. But Look at you all cute from work. They're fleece lined. It feels like pajamas. I'm wearing slacks. <laughs> yeah, you look much more formal. This no, is essentially like a Scrooge nightdress <laughs> with like some fleece. Why are we calling it Scrooge? Yo, because he wears that like long <laughs> ass dress to bed. With the fucking nightcap. With his candle. Like, yeah, oh my God, that's so Who's true. Who's Scrooge. Anyway. But you don't look like Scrooge. You look prettier. I hate the Christmas Carol. Oh, thanks. It's not good. <laughs> Talking about another Christmas Yeah, let's dive into movies. That in our personal opinion sucks. Uh, we'll move into the 1964 Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer TV special. Some of your parents weren't born yet. I probably, my parents were born, just born. Yeah, my parents were. Sorry, well, my I mom just, was just born. I just aged my parents right now. So apologies for that. But yeah, you're right. It's old. It's fucking old as hell. Oh, not my parents, though. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We're not cutting that. Love you, Mom. Uh, So, yeah. So, yeah, we thought we would um, just walk through some observations we had as we watched it together. This was actually Jill's first time watching (laughs) it all. I'm, like, cracking up right now. I can't wait. (laughs) Um. Jill, your first time watching it. Yes. Which is crazy because I feel like most of us our age, you grow up on the stop motion right. classic. And they play it on TV every year. I feel All like I time. should have seen it. Just what were some of your just general thoughts on the performances, right. the story, just right. like gut reaction? What did you think? Yeah, of good question. So initially I was like, oh, okay. Could be cute. Could be nice. Just old. Then they started talking, and I was like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> this was a 60s movie, clearly. Um, and then the ending was kind of weird. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Very weird the ending. The whole thing. Doesn't really feel like Christmas, in all honesty. Like, it doesn't really. No, and I don't think this movie should be shown to children as an example of the Christmas spirit. It's not. But honestly, like, it's not even about Christmas. It's about a fucking deer and his... <laughs> Like, it's about a deer's journey, like, into adulthood, kind of. Yeah, and the obstacles he encounters, such as bullying and toxic masculinity. There's a lot happening. Yeah. It's a lot to swallow. Everyone sounds like they have a head cold. Everyone's like... Oh, my... I think the same person voiced every character. (laughs) It was Burl Eyes. And, like, tried tried to change it up a bit, but they were struggling. That's false, because there was different cast members, but it's what it sounded like. But everyone's a little nasally. Oh, yeah. And the animation is... uh, I'm sure for its time... The stop motion oh, probably is quite great. good. Yeah. Were you ever a fan of Wallace and Gromit? Oh, yes. Ch- well, I was a huge fan of Chicken Run, who was oh, created by the same people. That movie's fucked up. Chicken Run is so good, but it is fucked up. You're right. That movie is terrifying. I watched that as like a 10-year-old. Also, what is on her head? Is that a hat? Oh, I thought that was like part of her like fluff or whatever it's <laughs> called. Oh, no, she does have a hat. She does. You're right. The fucking chicken coop lady owner is psycho, dude. Haunted my dreams. I literally watched it as a kid and, like, actually enjoyed it. She's wearing, like, a fucking bonnet, I swear. <laughs> yeah, but she's a fucking badass chicken. She's, like, Rosie the Riveter of the chickens. <laughs> <laughs> the animation in that movie, the assembly line so... where they make them into pies. Oh, my God. That whole movie is terrifying and then they wear they have like they're biking in like a metal chicken (laughs) anyway oh my god i digress let's digress and go back motion let's go back to rudolph okay yeah okay (laughs) another animal okay well we'll come back so um yeah so for those who haven't seen it maybe go watch it and then see if you're observations land with ours we found a free um screening on youtube I yes think. we did um 
Or on Vimeo. Oh, so just Google it. Yeah. Just Google it. Just you Google. can get it for free rather than buying it on Amazon for like $8. Fuck that it's shit. Like Why is it $8? It. It's racist. Okay. Like, <laughs> it would not have been worth it. It wouldn't totally not have been worth it. And it's yeah. not even that long of a movie, you guys. I think. You could, yeah, it's short. You could sit through that thing. Yeah. It's a little rough, but you could do it. So this is some of our observations. We'll just kick it off. And get to it. I'm First so thing, unwell, you guys. We noticed. Oh my gosh. I think you commented on this initially. Yes. Which is? Um, so in the beginning, you can, it kind of opens up to uh, Mr. and Mrs. Claus kind of eating. And she's like pushing him to eat. Kind of like you need to eat your food. And we think she has a fat fetish. Which we looked it up. Apparently this is the, you know, correct language because I was, you know, if there was a more technical term. Um, but we were just wondering, because she really is like pushing him to like yeah, put on like weight. Yeah, she's pushing him into the image of fat Santa. And I just wonder if maybe that's how fat Santa began. Like, is it really just like something for their marriage? Yeah. Like, like Mrs. Claus is that is like, why he's she likes him like thick. a bowl full of jelly? Oh yeah, she likes him thick. You know. Yeah, and so I because in the movie he's he's a slender man. He's, he's slim. He wears a slim cut jean. His, like, his legs are like toothpicks. Yeah, they're small. And you know, if maybe he's not eating, then I would I would hope that she's promoting healthy eating habits. But if she is encouraging to to overeat, to like binge, um, eat to get into this consumer right. image of who Santa should be, I don't know about that. Yeah, that's wild. I can't even. I can't even. Also, yeah. can we just talk about in the beginning? She calls him Papa, and yes. I was confused. I was like, "Oh, are they Maybe married? Like, or like, is that her grandpa? <laughs> <laughs> like, what's no, the relationship? Call, you know how like parents Mama call each other Papa, Mom and Dad. Oh my God, if which you, I hate. If you ever, if you're a boy listening to this, or if just don't call your wife Mama. Maybe the lady. Maybe your lady likes it. If someone called me Mama, I'd be like, "What the fuck?" Like, <laughs> Like, like I don't need a reminder. Daddy issues, calling him fucking Papa. Yeah. Come on, Mrs. Claus, what are you doing? Yes, yeah, so I think there are maybe some more sexual tones. Yes, definitely. In that, um, the parts of their relationship that we saw. Uh, but overall, just, just an interesting um, dynamic between the two. I totally agree. Speaking of weird dynamics... Rudolph is born then, and he is the son of Donner, who's a member of the, uh, you know, the sleigh team. The clan. Also, did we fucking know? (laughs) Did we know this? Like, that was a huge surprise to me, that Rudolph is Donner's kid. Yeah, I know. Like, that wasn't told to us when we were kids. Here's what you think, because Donner's the dad to Rudolph, and then Dasher later appears as kind of the coach to teach the young reindeer how to fly, while the women, uh, I don't know, learn how to sing or something. Yeah, what the? We'll get into that. This is an incredibly sexist movie, It's so bad, yeah. But um, you have to think, okay, so if their parent age... Eventually, on Dancer, on Dasher, on Prancer, on Vixen, whatever what the fuck What even are they? I don't even know. Is, yeah. They're going to die before Rudolph does? So, like, when does Santa get a whole new team? I feel like because they're training them to replace them. Maybe they, like, go into retirement, you know? Yeah. So, we need to update some lyrics to some classic Christmas songs. Oh, yeah. With a sure. new team. On, on Clarice, Craig. On-, <laughs> on Craig, on Joey. <laughs> and we'll have some women in there too. Oh yeah. Oh, you're right. We do need, we to need have a, women. a more well-rounded sleigh team. Right. There was a, a woman deer, a doe. Doe? Oh my God. Did I just get that wrong? No, it's doe. I think so. Doe, a deer, when they're a female babies, deer. When they're babies, they're a fawn, <laughs> Doe, right? a deer, a female deer. It's in the song. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, her name's Clarice. Lovely. What an odd choice of name for a... Maybe that was the hot baby name in 1964. Yeah, just like Rudolph. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, we're, we're, we'll come back to Clarice. Um, Donner is Rudolph's dad, we find out. And from the moment like Rudolph pops out of the badge and is immediately slated in to be on the sleigh team. Oh, immediately. Like pressure from the beginning... Cue the, it's not my dream, dad. It's yours from every like Disney Channel movie ever. Like, seriously, it is so unfair. Eddie's that Rudolph million dollar cook off. 
<laughs> Chad Michael Murray in a Cinderella story. Oh my God, you're right. That's not Disney Channel, but still. But still. Um, yeah, he's just like, he pops out, can't even walk yet. And Donner's like, we got to get you ready yeah, for the sleigh team. Literally, you're right. He had not even been able to walk. And he's like, let's go. Yeah, and Donner overall is just kind of a problematic character for many reasons. He like shoves a bunch of dirt on Rudolph's nose to cover up his light bulb. Oh my God, I know. What was that about? And he's always talking about how like self-respect is more important than comfort. Just a lot of like toxic masculinity lessons that we don't we don't need anymore. Um, yeah, it's very upsetting. And Santa also is a major fucking asshole. Yeah, Santa like fucking meets Rudolph when he's born and is like, oh, what the fuck is that nose? <laughs> like, okay, rude. He's so rude I, about it. Yeah, I can't. But I will say Rudolph kind of made this weird ass noise when his nose, like, when oh, he yeah, was getting goes, like excited. It's like a It was like when kettle. he was getting excited. And I just... It's like a bone. <laughs> I was really thinking that. Like, the girl deer goes to talk to him, and he kind of, like, gets excited, and his nose goes off. So I'm like, oh, is that a sign? Maybe. Symbolism? Okay. Well, Santa just sucks, because he totally shames Rudolph for his nose. And then he sings his whole song about, like, flying the sleigh on Christmas night, like, rubbing it in Rudolph's face. <laughs> Rude as shit, Santa. He sucks. Um. Also, another time that Santa's a major dick is when the elves sing this beautiful Christmas song for Santa and Mrs. Claus. A lovely song. It was actually opinion. really good. I enjoyed it. I think it. the best of the film. Best part of the film for Besides sure. Besides the snowman songs. Oh, right. Anyway, they sing this lovely song and Santa just can't even be bothered. He, he was goes like, like oh, Ugh, needs work. Yeah. I gotta go. Like, I'm sorry. Uh, these are your employees. <laughs> they ain't getting no Christmas bonus. <laughs> they are. He's awful to them. But I will they say, are also awful. You know what? Shout out to Mrs. Claus, though. She really was like, you know what? You did a good job. She's weird. She's a weirdo. She's a freak in the bed, freak in the sheets. But, but she supports nice the employees. To the elves. <laughs> yeah, we like that. We like that. We like that. Speaking of elves, there was one elf in particular. We all know him. Uh, we all love him. Yes, the blondie. Hermie slash Herbie. We're still not sure. We couldn't tell because they pronounce <laughs> words unclearly. Uh, I think after some research, it was Hermie, Matt. I believe so. Okay. Well, there we go. Hermie. Um, but Hermie's great. You know him. You love him. He wants to be a dentist. He's kind of got a weird voice, I will he say. He does. Um, he's also the only elf, male elf, um, you know, cisgender in this telling. Cisgender, um, right. He's the only uh, male elf with blonde hair. Like, he's the only one that has hair, apparently. He also doesn't <laughs> have elf ears. Yeah, where? what's up with that? And I think, you know what? Oh, my God, I just hit a revelation. So he wants to be a dentist, right? First mm -hmm. of all, that's kind of fucking weird. But you know what? I wanted to be a dentist. You go, Hermie. I know. What I if like he got plastic surgery? <gasps> To remove the elf ears. He was like, fuck this. I'm not conforming. Maybe. That was a huge, probably incorrect theory. No, I like that. I also like the theory that perhaps he's not an elf at all. Oh. And maybe this is where he <laughs> John snuck Favreau yes. and oh Will Ferrell got their inspiration. Yeah, like he snuck into Santa's sack. Yeah, and that's why he doesn't want to conform to this toy making crap. Right. Because he has aspirations beyond because he knows of the beyond. Ooh. Hermie I don't know. is too wise for this yeah. movie. Anyway, so Hermie's great, um, but the elves are, you know, kind of rude to him. Uh, yeah, it's the same situation. It's like the Rudolph of the elves. Exactly. It's like, what? And so over on Rudolph's side, he goes to like his first little flight training. Right. The Dasher's running, and he's flying really well because he's excited that Clarice likes him or something. He's getting, okay, this part of the film was... It was like a sixth grade boy finding out that a girl likes him and just getting like way too excited about it. It's kind of cute. It was cute, but like his nose was flashing a lot and making weird noises. Don't start shaming him. I'm not, you're right, you're right. We like Rudolph in this film, but he was, he was getting really into it. Yeah. So he starts flying around and then his like 
mud on his nose flies off oh, or whatever. Yeah. Well, he was the only deer that was able to fly. Yeah, he, he was, was doing like, really well. And basically said, like, fuck you all for making fun of me. Look at my ass fly around. So he's, like, flying, and then his nose pops off, and then everyone knows. And Dasher, the coach, like, yeah. the actual coach, starts getting them to make fun of him. Yeah, And he real. bans him from the reindeer games. Dasher was like, oh, my God, look at this fucking deer fly. Like, he's the best. Oh, my God. And then all of a sudden, sees the nose and totally changes his fucking mind. Yeah, and I don't know what the hell that's about. Like, just decides he doesn't like him because of his nose? Yeah, I'm sensing some theme here, everyone. Um... But it's rude, and I never was in sports, so I never had a coach. <laughs> but is this, like, when people talk about how coaches, like, ruin their whole lives? Like, is this what they're talking about? Some because coaches that is suck, so unfair. Dude. Some coaches really aren't nice. Like, I, I've i had a bad coach. Oh, I'm sorry. It's That's cool. unfortunate. It's cool. Well, um, yeah, anyway, Dasher is, like, a horrible coach and uh, really damages Rudolph. And all of his friends turn against him except uh, Clarice. Who's so cute. And then she sings this song like a 30-year-old no, woman. like an 83-year-old <laughs> woman. Like she She's belts like, it. Legit, like legitimate opera. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? Anyway, so the Rudolph of the reindeer and then the Hermie of the elves. Both uh, get kind of banned from their misfits. squads. Yeah. And they end up together and they decide, you know, fuck Christmas town. Can you imagine if they? Oh my god! Yeah, it's called fucking Christmas Town, and yeah, they basically did say that. They were like, "Yeah, big f you to Christmas Town. Let's go find our own town." So then they start walking, and they run into um, Yukon Cornelius, Cornelius. who's an interesting character. He's like a total dad, though. Yeah, he's like David Harbor. Yeah, (gasps) yeah, like. Oh my God. responsible. Can but we like, do a live action Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer oh my God, with, with David, David Harbour as Yukon? Oh. If you're here for it, I'm here. let me know. I'll DM him. <laughs> I'd DM him. He'd probably be into that. He probably would. He's very into like the arts. Yeah. Drama. Things. Yeah. He's into that. Anyway, so Cornelius is like this. We picture him. He seems like a dad who's had like a midlife crisis and has decided to abandon his family. Be like a hipster. And go on the search for gold. Yeah. He's like always licking his little ice pick like Miley Cyrus licks her sledgehammer. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> he literally like licks it though in the weirdest way. Like his ton- tongue flicks really fast. Yeah, maybe he's and sending he's just a like, message. Oh, nothing, nothing. And I'm like, oh God, <laughs> what the fuck? Um, he's also, ha- his sled is being pulled by like, Wiener not dogs? like huskies, <laughs> but like a wiener dog, a Scotty, like not snow sled. They're dogs. also like kind of, yeah, but I feel like that's a very hipstery thing to do. To be like, yeah, I'm going to find some weird dogs that aren't the typical, the norm. It was very odd. So let me get this wiener dog. Yeah, he he did have a very odd squad with him. Um, But he's he's such a character. He's very exciting. Yeah, so he he is like, oh, uh, be careful. There's this abominable snowman. And then they all run away together from what the What was abominable the name? Snowman. I don't even remember. A jer- it's sort of a J? I don't even fucking remember. What are you talking about? Didn't they? Oh, they called him a Bumble or something? Remember they abominable. called Abominable. No, but they had like a nickname for him. Remember oh. that? It was like a Bumble? I'm looking that oh, shit Oh, I don't up. know. That's interesting. But anyway, anyway so in they, comes the snowman. Yeah, so the snowman appears for the first time. Um, everyone's afraid of him. Apparently he's going to eat everyone. He looks like a nice guy to me. Honestly, um, like right out of Monsters, Inc. Just a big white yeah. dude with a lot of fur. I have speculated that the Abominable and the Grinch are from the same land. Um, oh my this, God, like, yes. hair, um, hair kind of land. If you have hair all over your body, you're from the same place. <laughs> No matter what color. <laughs> oh, God. Um, um, but yeah, I, I speculate that perhaps they are from the same place and perhaps that's they should possible. be united. Maybe. And like, honestly, we were chatting about this. He, we get a White Walker uh, vibe. vibe. Like maybe he was the inspiration behind that creation. I totally agree with that. Who knows? I kind of see the resemblance. Like maybe the, the great ancestor 
they kind of evolved over time to become normal person sized. Yeah. Um, I looked it up. His name is Bumble. Like his Bumble. name is Bumble. Oh, cute. That actually is really cute. Like they, they were wrong they don't to be scared give, of him. See, for rejected people from society or just people in general, they're not exercising any empathy. Like they're not, maybe he was running over to say hi. Yeah. Like, and had a different language. The abominable. Yeah. Oh my God. You're so right. This is a comment on how we relate to people that we don't immediately understand. Like just because he doesn't speak your language, That's maybe follow so the true. same customs, social norms, you don't need to attack him and run away from him. Oh my God, yes. Like That's maybe so he's true, just trying Matt. to say hi. Maybe he would like to make a friend in Christmas Town. Like how fucking dare you just ban him <laughs> after yeah. you've been ostracized yourself? Try, yeah, they try to like fucking attack him too because they think he's trying then to attack like, them. Oh, he can't swim. Let's lure him into the water and make him drown. Yeah, what the fuck? Start a dialogue, okay? It is all about dialogue. <laughs> anyway, so they um these assholes now. God, I hate everyone. In this God, movie except just, for Bumble. Yeah, we like Bumble and Clarice. That's about it at the at um, this point in time. <laughs> But they run away. They float away on this like piece of ice, a la Elf. Again, maybe Elf. Yeah, inspiration for Elf. Some, yeah, I see some liberties were taken here. Honest to God, I wonder if they had to sign some forms. <laughs> like, can well, we I use think this? things. Oh, I don't know what the statue of limits. I I don't think you can steal. Um, like a scene idea. Like yeah, like an idea. Running away on an iceberg. I don't know. We don't know anything about the law. I don't Moving know on. shit. Yeah, they end up in the island of misfit toys. What did you think of this concept as a new like, watcher of the film? I don't need, like, when I first watched them, like, okay, yeah, like, all the toys go there to, like, hang and shit because th- no one accepts them. But, like, also, why the fuck do you just, like, ban everyone to this place who's a misfit and it's, like, normal? It's, like, an analogy for a mental health hospital. Oh, my God, you're like, right. Like, we don't understand, we just throw in an That's institution. That's so true. Oh, my God. Wow. Fuck. And it's run, parallels. it's run by Aslan, the uh, <laughs> lion. <laughs> the lion from uh, the Lion Witch in the Wardrobe. Yeah, from Narnia. He kind of runs this shit. He has wings in this movie. Yeah, he was looking great. He's so looking he's the king. So great. And he welcomes them in to stay while they need. And then the toys all sing this song about how they're misfit. And there's like a spotted elephant who's really cute. I don't it's know why so spots cute. Yeah, why is mean that? he can't be used. I just thought he was like a designed stuffed animal. And this bird who can't fly and can only swim it's will come like, back to him. It's like a half fish, half bird. There's and there's a, this doll. Yeah, there's a doll in there. What's wrong with her? And I suggested that perhaps what's wrong is on the inside. I That might be right. And they just banned there poor was sweet nothing, Sally doll. There was nothing visibly wrong, which also, that's a very incorrect term for me to use, saying that there's something visibly wrong, wrong. with you, but like, let's be honest. Different. I misfit. Tell. Disfit. Yeah. Disfit. Not Different. standard. Right. Imperfect. Um, couldn't Which is tell. like, let's all start embracing these toys. Anyway, so they stay here for a while, and then- I don't know, Rudolph has, like, some sort of epiphany that he needs to, like, get back because people are going to die for him. Wait, it was, like, Oh, wait. because the abominable is attracted to his light. So... So the abominable is going to try to... Wait. What the fuck? Why do I not remember? See, this is what's wrong with the movie. I don't even remember why Rudolph ran away. Well, we know why he ran away. I don't know why he returns. I can't remember. Was he either. trying to like fucking save shit? Should I look that up? I My can't remember. God. But what? it's so not even he, worth looking up at this he point. He like sneaks away into the night, and it took them like two seconds to get to the island of the mystery. Yeah, Toys. they got there in like one scene. Takes them like they claim a year, a year at least to get back because yeah. that's how long his family and Clarice have been out looking for First him. First of all, Clarice and mom, Rudolph's mom, would be fucking dead probably, like in that frozen tundra, just searching. But remember, Donner told them to stay home because it was man's work, and then they. But were they like, go out. No, nope. remember they go out after that yeah. though. They're like, yeah, fuck you, and then they go I together. I love them. Um, but yeah, so Rudolph is headed home, and then he comes home, and like his family isn't there. Eight years later, just kidding. It feels like eight fucking <laughs> years later. Years later. Yeah, honest to um, God. He realizes, oh, I know where they must be in the Abominable's cave, and the Abominable is like picking them up, and you. 
It, maybe, maybe that's why he goes he's trying back. to eat him. I bet that's why he goes back because they're he knows they're looking for him, but he also knows the abominable's looking for him. Right. So maybe so it's like, something oh, fuck, like they're that. gonna like run into each other. Yeah. But it's like maybe the abominable is just holding the tiny deer. It does kind of look like, like he's trying play. to eat her. It does. She's maybe like a little wa- bit panicked. He's inviting her to have tea. <laughs> she's, she's panicked. Like <laughs> he looks like he's about to crush her. But um, maybe he's the Lenny. You know, like um, right. What is that book? Fuck. I just thought of like Harold <laughs> and the Purple Crayon. Oh my for god, some what reason. is that book? Grapes of Wrath? Oh, yes. Oh my god. It's it? not Grapes of Wrath. It's no. Of Mice and Men. <laughs> of Mice and John Men. John Steinbeck. What a great author. We are not literary consumers. <laughs> I read that America. in middle high school. Well, anyway, he's clearly trying to eat Clarice Mads. I know we want him to be the hero, <laughs> but he's not. The Bumble guy is not the nicest guy ever. So then, um, you know, Cornelius and Hermie have followed Rudolph back, Which, trying can to make I just sure say, he's okay. Um, I sense Mads and I sensed a, a little bit of, and maybe we're gonna chat about this at the end. So apologies. Sense a little bit of a connection between Hermie and Yukon. I ship. I ship too. And you know what? I've looked up, looked it up, done some research. There's a lot of fanfics out there about Yukon and Hermie. None that were. As well written as I think, um, wait, did you find a good one? I, I didn't find one that was like maybe excite as exciting. Um, but definitely give it a look. If you kind of are into a Hermie, <laughs> throw that um, on your search history. Cute dentist boy meets early. Um, it's a bear twink relationship. It's definitely we said a bear that. twink. Um, yeah. Meets hipster burly dad who likes to go rock climbing. You know, I mean, I was shit, but I'm here for it. Yeah, me too. I'm very here for it. And they teamed up and they went to go find Rudolph again, which also took them for fucking ever. Um, yeah. So they all long story short, they all end up squatting up in the abominable's cave where he's trying to kill everyone, I guess. Which Why can't they just give him a normal fucking nice house? They always live in a cave. Yeah. And like give him some food. Like he's probably starving. <laughs> That's why he's trying to eat the animals. Exactly. So anyway, um, this like whole battle starts and <laughs> call it a battle in quotes, please. <laughs> <They're messing. laughs> like, this is just not a thing. <laughs> Their battle, quote unquote, um, <laughs> starts and Hermes' solution is this is to, like this is where it gets fucked up, you like, guys. Literally rip all the abominable's teeth out. They which- knock his ass out. And then, so like, instead of using anesthesia, which would be the polite way to knock someone out or numb someone, they just fucking drop a rock on his head. Like, okay. And then he rips out all of his teeth. He's not licensed. He doesn't have a degree. Let me see your DDS. He's not practiced. No. What the hell, Hermie? What kind of experience do Um, you have? But yeah. And then basically he and Yukon like fall to their death in this like canyon kind of thing. Yeah, him, uh, Bumble and Yukon just kind of go at it. And then they both fall off. And you're like, oh, they both died. Moving on. Like, right. I'm sorry. Um, did Yukon not like lead they kind you of through this like, whole trip? I think they were like, oh, he's taking one for the team. You know, like he's saving them by kind of sacrificing himself. But they don't talk about it. Oh, like, there's definitely no discussion not. of grief and sacrifice. Yeah, way to teach someone about grief. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, so um, whatever. Then everyone goes back to Christmas Town where they act like, oh, everything's okay now. Yeah, they're we like, love it's Rudolph. done. Yeah, they're like, we like, yeah, yeah. First of all, why, they kind of just changed their mind that they liked him. Like, there was no resolution. There's Did no anybody even apologize? Resolution. I don't even think anyone apologized. No one apologized. They go back to putting decorations on the tree, and then, oh, psych, Yukon's back. Yeah, fucking Cornelius just rolls in with the. Bumble, abominable, as his, like, pet. He's like, oh, I've trained him in the last hour. Like, what What did you do? Like, electroshock therapy? Like, what are the methods? I really want to go back in time to maybe about 64, 63, 62, whenever they were fucking writing this film. Like, what was going through their heads when they wrote scene by scene, you know? Like, that's just... Yeah, that I... They, we had to have some pretty, uh... Well, I it's the 60s. No Everyone does drugs in the 60s. 
I hope. So I feel like people were under the influence when they wrote this. That's um, But yeah, basically, zero conflict resolution. No one apologizes to Rudolph. Well, cut to the chase. Rudolph ends up saving Christmas because there's fog. Um, like, get some lights <laughs> on like, your oh, fucking my, sleigh. Yeah, get your get some fucking headlights. He's At like, least oh, yeah, my nose the will Santa light the Claus fucking sky. movie, like, they have a cookie dispenser. Like, Oh, yeah, Rudolph isn't even in fucking Santa Claus because they know that shit's too problematic. Like, we don't need no fucking problems in this movie. <laughs> We're going to have Comet. Comet's going to be the fucking leader of our pack, who, by the way, does a great job acting. He's, fan- he's phenomenal. Comet. I watched Santa Claus this weekend. It was Great amazing. Movie. Anyway, back to Rudolph. Uh, so zero conflict resolution, some sort of weird um, power over Bumble all of a sudden. Uh, we're not quite sure how that came about. Uh, <laughs> Yukon's back. He's like, oh, no one tried to bury my body. He doesn't say that, but those are my questions. It's like, oh, no one, yeah, I was no like, one tried no to have like a, a service. No or, like, one looked for him? Like, no, they were just like, oh, him? they're both dead. Goodbye. Well, I, they fell pretty far down a canyon. I don't know if you want to go digging. It's a little, a lot of work, you know? Yeah, so um, that's all very interesting. Then Rudolph saves the day, uses his nose to light up the sky, and he's like, oh, but we need to bring the misfit toys to the children. Like, they deserve they to have a that. home. Yeah, let's give them a fucking too. home. Yup. Which, about time. Let's fucking talk about this, though, Mads. Mm-hmm. Um, so they just start, like, throwing the fucking misfit toys off the sleigh. They give them umbrellas to, like, float down to houses, but Santa hand delivers gifts standardly. So, like, are the new <laughs> toys getting delivered by hand and the misfit ones are parachuting down? To and peril. just need to like land on their own, like figure out where the, this is, maybe that's how the fucking Grinch, uh, bloated the oh, fuck down. I love this idea. Grinch got fucking tossed off a sleigh. We have a screenplay coming your way. Bloated into the tree. <laughs> anyway, um, but one of, so the credits are rolling. It seems to be a happy time. The misfit toys are, are finding their place. Rudolph has saved the day. Despite no Woo-hoo. conflict resolution or apologies, everyone seems to be happy. It was the weirdest movie. It really just went from like sad, mean, problem, done. Like that was the <laughs> that's the resolution. That's the order. But it doesn't end on the happiest note because as we're watching the credits, you see one of the elves pick up the bird we know can only swim. Yeah, so it's a bird with a fish tail, no wings. And he doesn't give him an umbrella, and he just throws him <laughs> on the fucking, sleigh. He fucking throws him, you guys. He, he like, lobs him like a beanbag at a bag's toss. Just kind of lobs him off the side of the sleigh. Um, if you're not watching closely, you're going to miss it. But we were like, what the fuck just happened? It is literally a murder. He, during the ending we, credits. We witnessed a murder, and I feel like someone was trying to hide that in to be funny and was like, it's, no one's going to notice. It's not fucking funny. It's, it's all horrible. over the internet. It's all over the internet, you guys. This Look it up. birdfish has been rejected his entire <laughs> life. And then right when he has the hope, I could cry. <laughs> yes. Right when he's, he has he's the like, hope. I'm about to go to my forever home. And then probably as they throw him off, he's like, wait, where's my umbrella? And it's just going down. <laughs> it's the saddest fucking thing. It's like going skydiving and realizing you don't have a parachute. And I just hope that Dolly, who seems to have nothing wrong with her, like swung her umbrella over Mary Poppins style and oh my grabbed God, yes. ass. Mary Poppins. We're going to pretend she did. I, I need to think that because. And grabbed his ass. That's so good. so tragic to me. Maybe he landed in a puddle or like some form of wa- body of water. You're right. What if they threw him off into the ocean? But does he have gills because he's half bird? I don't I just like, <laughs> this is the, these are the questions we have. I can't even talk. It really like I'm starting to tear up. It's just it's was like, he this smiling? Is a I want to go back and watch. Like what was he smiling when they tossed him? I don't. I don't know. even remember. What if like as he's leaving the frame, you just see like panic in his eyes? Oh my no! That's what I want to go back and check. The, you know what? Oh. That's how it ends, you guys. The credits. That's during the credits. It was a very it was a very short movie that felt incredibly long. <laughs> like. It was my first time watching it, and I honestly, I will be honest, checked my phone for the time a couple times. Yeah, and I think 
number one, yeah, it feels long. But number two, this is like mainly shown to small children. And I get like, oh, it's a cute Christmas movie where like Rudolph ends up saving the day despite being different. But like, what unconscious message is that sending to children who watch that and are like, oh, if I'm different, I'm rejected. But then like maybe if I'm needed for that difference, people will like me. Right. Like, they only like you if they, like, need you to do something for them. Yeah, it's, like, kind of fucked. It's really weird. And you don't really... Yeah, I I never would have thought that it's a bad movie until you watch it as an adult. And you're like, what the hell? There are, like, some tones that, like, are not okay. And I'm not saying we need to, like, make everything that everyone consumes, like, super PC. And, like, there can't be anything that's, like, out of date or whatever. Like, okay, grain of salt with everything. Yeah. But this story, like really watching it like I don't I guess like maybe you watch it with your kid and then go see Clarice who always accepted <laughs> Rudolph that's they the end hero up of the yeah, story they end up together that's the hero right also we don't pull out someone's teeth just because we don't understand them but if you want to be a dentist in a room full of engineers <laughs> it's all right <laughs> Yeah, so there are some good lessons in there, but I think let's, you know, the the meanness is like I think it was really just, there. Yeah, and I don't want to just put this into a category, but I really think in the 60s with that mentality, it's just really a movie made by men who kind of think like men, you know, you could tell. 100%. And no offense to all the lovely men out there, oh, but like yeah. when no when there is a lack of diversity in the creative room, idea-wise, racially, background, oh, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, you end up with a very narrow view. Right. And a very narrow story. And that's that. Yeah. So give it a watch. <laughs> <laughs> with that, uh, um, three out of five stars. No, just kidding. I give it like a two. I give it one. Oh, I was going to say like a 0.25. Okay, cool. Yeah, one out of five. I wouldn't watch it again, to be honest, you guys. I mean, it was fine, but it was, I'd rather watch like Elf. I want to see, or like maybe I want to watch Bernard on my screen. We love Bernard. Huge Bernard gal. Like can't get over Bernard. For those who don't know, Bernard is the head elf in the Santa Claus played by David Krumholtz. Um, (laughs) I really wish they made like a side story movie about Bernard and his path and journey to becoming head elf. I would have loved that. I would have loved that. And I just got goosebumps. Like I literally have chills. I think we have a lot to pitch. I think he was a Jewish kid (laughs) who (laughs) realized like he grew up in a Jewish elf household. I'm digging this. And then decided, you know what? I'm going to make a fucking name for myself. Because, you know, Jews are entrepreneurs. He's like, I'm going to go be a fucking head elf. Run this shit. Bringing a new perspective to the workroom. (laughs) Right. Okay, well, we'll be writing that screenplay, the Bernard (laughs) story, as well as an origin story of uh, the Grouches, such as the The Grouch and the Abominable. Right. Um, I'm copywriting these verbally. If you can do that, do not you cannot steal, steal our, our ideas. ideas. Yeah, do not. Uh, but yeah, uh, more to come on that. And I, I guess that's it. Yeah, this was fantastic. Look up some fanfics on, you know, Rudolph or the Grinch or whatever fun Christmas story. You'll be surprised how many things you can find out there that'll just ruin your childhood. It's re- But it's really entertaining. It's nice to know, you know, the internet gets a lot of flack. I get that. Yeah. But it's nice to know that anything you think like, oh, I need an answer to this question. Right. Oh, I wonder if anyone's written something on this. Right. I wonder if anyone's made a cringe sexual Sex fan story. fiction. Yeah. Like, it's out they there. They have. Yeah, they have. And that is the beauty of the internet. Yeah, it's the beauty. Like, anything is out there, which is scary but amazing. I just love the freedom to put out whatever you want. <laughs> it's terrifying but wonderful. So in conclusion, that's uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah, have a lovely holiday, everyone. Yeah, and we will see you uh, back in a couple weeks. Yeah. We will uh, resume mid-January with an episode on the 23 things we learned in 23 years. Woohoo! 
All right. Until then. See you guys later. Bye.